y'all know about sports. You are now, you are now, you are now, you are now listening to the Best Damn Sports Podcast, period, period. Welcome everyone to the What Do Women Know About Sports podcast. I am Bree Nicole. And I'm Vicky D. Victoria, welcome back. This is episode 10. Like we legitimately got 10 episodes. I know. It's cray cray. It's like legit crazy. Like I can't believe it. Well, we got a lot to discuss this week. I know. So where do you want to start? Oh, we got to start with our with my Cardinals since they're not your Cardinals anymore. You know, you traitor. <laughs> I am not a traitor. You are, but that's fine. Um, (laughs) So, my St. Louis Cardinals have been on a winning streak as of late. Uh, But this is what they do. You know, they suck in the beginning. And then they come back and decide they want to win a few games and whatnot, which they did. So, uh, within the last 20 games or so, they won 15 out of those. I'm like, okay, they, they, they coming back and... They actually made it to number one in our in the in our central uh, division, which which we beat beat the Cubs. We like one game behind them, so if we can like stay afloat. You know what I'm saying? Because we play the Cubs next week, so you know we got to win that series. Okay. I mean, okay, okay. So listen, I have always said that you cannot be sucky at the beginning of a season. You have to play strong through and through. Consistency has always been my issue with the St. Louis Cardinals. You cannot not be consistent. However, in these last 20 games, I did attend one of those games. I went to a game like for my mom and for her birthday. The game was shout out. Yes. <laughs> the game was pretty lit. They did win. Um so yeah, I, I enjoyed it just to be in the atmosphere and so just be at Bush Stadium. Just to be there for a winning game because the previous game I went to back in like May, I think May, they did not win. So, yeah, I went on Mother's Day too. They didn't win too. So, so yeah. it's <laughs> awesome to be at a game and your team wins, especially a home game. So, yeah. So, congrats to the Cardinals on this history. Yeah, because mostly every game that I've been to, almost all of them, they lost. So, it's nice to go to a winning game. Yeah. <laughs> go to a game and like it's a home game and like my team out here straight losing that's not fun <laughs> it's not fun at all but yeah like congrats to the Cardinals on this winning streak I, I hope they keep it up we are currently like one game ahead of the uh, we are currently a game ahead of the Chicago Baby Birds known as the Chicago Cubs the Chicago what Baby Birds <laughs> that's funny <laughs> um, I just feel like as long as we stay ahead of the Cubs we good money that's what I'm saying. So we play them next week. We play them on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So we got to win three out of three. Out of three. Like, let's go. And we good money. That's, that's all I care about. Right. And then, so, and then we are number one in the Central. We are third in the National League. So listen, listen, Cardinals, keep it up. So, yeah. So yesterday, they're playing the Astros right now. So they won yesterday out of a three-game series. They won yesterday, they play today, and they play tomorrow. So, come on, y'all. Let's, let's leave you on the street. Let's continue. Just keep it up. Like, 
I mean, y'all been playing well. Just, just keep it up. That's that's all I can say. So, so are they your Cardinals or are you still with the Dodgers? Like, what, what's what's up? I was never going to be a Dodgers fan per se, but it just really sucks. Like when your team is not like playing to their standard. We are a national. We are a championship team, and y'all not playing to y'all standard. That sucks. Listen, I, I'm stuck by them. I was never a traitor. Listen, and you were, and I commend you on your great loyalty. <laughs> I was never not going to be a Cardinals fan, but they need to they need to get together. That was my that was all I was trying to say. Okay. Huh. So if if they can pull through and win against the Astros in this series, and then and then beat the Cubs, we good money. Yeah, good money. I mean, I, at least I was going to be a Yankees fan. So. Oops. Oops. <laughs> Sorry, Dre. <laughs> yeah, we see we saw that you were a little bit upset. Yeah. Um shout out to um Dre. He is a sports podcaster and like as well and he is a he's from Brooklyn and he is a Yankees fan. Really? The other day. He was kinda upset and I don't understand why. Uh, it's okay. Okay. It's, it's, it's gonna be all right. It is just gonna be okay. <laughs> So let's since we are on the world of like St. Louis sports, um, the St. Louis Blues are on this tour with the Stanley Cup. So each player has been taking the cup um, to their hometown or back to where they are from, and just and just celebrating the cup like with their family and, and people in their town and or country. I think that's really awesome. However. When is this tour going to end? Because we need to get back in the gym. It's time for practice. We need to start practicing so we can defend the cup next season. This tour has been going on forever. That's life. Hey. No, this tour, this tour has been going on forever. And I'm just trying to figure out, like, when it's going to be over. Okay, listen. So, speaking of the St. Louis Blues. So, our rival, which is the uh, the Blackhawks. Ugh. Now that she's gonna go rival the 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 Blackhawks captain was not happy that the Blues won the Stanley Cup, and he said, "quote He's not ready to give them as much credit as everyone else was this year." And who is their captain? Their captain is Jonathan Toes. Okay, okay. So was he being a hater? I'm just yes. I'm just trying to understand what was he was he was being a clear hater, you know. Um, yeah. So this is what he said. He said, so the person asked, um, the person asked him, you know, so the Blues won it all. They want to know from you being a bitter rival of the Blues, did you watch? Did it kill you to watch it? And was there any part of you that was happy for them considering where they came from? His response was, there was no part of me that was happy. Let's make that clear. At the end of the day, I think they made some big moves in the offseason last year. To me, them tanking at the start of the year was a huge underachievement. I'm not ready to give them as much credit as everyone else was this year. So, yeah, he was being a clear hater. Yeah. So, in regards to Jonathan Toes, um, I get that the St. Louis Blues and the, and the Chicago Blackhawks are, it's a rivalry. It's always been a rivalry. Like, whenever they play us and the game is here, um, like, Chicago Blackhawks fans will come out in, like, droves. They actually travel here and make it like a weekend trip. 
Um, so I get that it's a rivalry. I get that you never want to congratulate a rival team on winning or or doing something um, you could not do in that particular season. I get that. However, you are a you are an athlete. Not only you're an athlete, um, you are a captain of a team. Where is your sportsmanship? Not only that, I feel like you're being a really big hater, and it's not called for. Especially when like you all have won it on multiple occasions, right? Why, like you? Why can't you just be and, happy? You see, but you see where they came from. What is the problem? They came from they were last place in the regular season and came to win it all. Like, what? Why are you mad? Why are you so mad? That's Chicago for you. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, like, and you're a captain of a team, and you're this angry. I don't understand it. Like, you, you can't even say congratulations, like, good win. We'll see y'all next season. No, like, you just, you just a straight hater at this point. That's all I can tell you. You've been a big, you a big hater. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, it is what it is. We did something this season. Um, y'all were not able to do so. So big ups to my city, which only which only means like Chicago Blackhawks next season. Step y'all game up, right? <laughs> That's all that that is. Just just step y'all game up. Um, we did. Yeah, that I don't like haters. So he's a hater. This is why I cannot be a Chicago fan in any sport. Basketball was wasn't. Basketball for me wasn't even the exception. I I think many people were Michael Jordan fans, not Chicago Bulls fans. Eh, I mean, if you think if you look at it now, yeah, but back then, you know. Yeah. Maybe it was different in that era. But like as of now in present day, I cannot be a Cubs fan and I cannot be a Blackhawks <laughs> fan. It's just not for me. It's not for me. Um so, segueing into basketball, like on the topic of Michael Jordan, let's segue into basketball. Um, as we all know, there have been some major trades, and we now have what many feels like is an even playing field in the world of the National Basketball Association. Yes, the full name, Victoria. I am using the full name. Um, government name. Government name. <laughs> so, I posted a photo on our Instagram if, if you don't follow us, the IG is WDWKAS Podcast I posted a photo and it was it the the photo posed the question of which is the best Shaq duo and here are the options the first option is Shaq and Kobe or Shaq and Dwayne Wade, Shaq and Penny Hardaway or this isn't really a real duo but it was um, Big Fella and Uncle Drew. You know what? Fictional, but like you know, it was still a duo in the sense for that movie. Right. <laughs> the question is, which is the better? Which is the best Shaq duo? I'm gonna lie to y'all. In my most biased opinion, it's gonna be Shaq and Kobe. There is no debate. <laughs> there isn't any debate. However, if you were around during the Shaq and Penny Hardaway like season or like era. They could have been a championship contender team as well. Penny yeah. Hardaway was that dude. He was he was that dude. I miss I miss the nineties. I miss the nineties era. Sorry, uh, I miss the era of basketball where they actually played. And then Carl like with Ron James. Sorry. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I miss that era, man. <laughs> the nineties were something great. Ugh. 
Anyway, yeah, just in my most like biased opinion, like there is no better duo as as far as a a big man and a a, a person like like who play like Kobe's position. There is no better duo. I'm sorry, but that that Shaq and Kobe was was off the chain. It's off the chain. They won three freaking championships. Come on now. Shaq was he he Shaq Diesel for a reason, and like. Kobe Bean is just Kobe Bean Bryant. Like, nothing else to say about that. But it leads me to the question of, with these new duos um, who we have that's going to be duos in, like, you know, the next couple of seasons, whether it's the 1920 season or 2021 season, it it brings up the question of, with these new duos, who is going to be the better duo? Is it going to be, like, Steph and Clay? Um, KB and um, Kyrie, or Kawhi and PG, James Harden and Russ, or LeBron and Anthony Davis. In my personal opinion, because we have only seen, out of those five, we've only seen one duo together win championships. Until the other ones play, my answer is going to be Steph and Clay. I mean... Uh, Steph or uh, Clay Thompson is too like inconsistent for me, and I've said this before. And then he's gonna be—he's still injured, right? Yeah. So I—I I, I don't. Um. Speaking from, I'm only speaking from the fact that we have seen them play together. They are Smash Brothers okay. for a reason. They have won championships. We have yet to see like LeBron and AD play. Um, did you? Did you mention uh, uh, James uh, Harden and uh, Russell Westbrook? I have, but so we didn't play before. But when James and when the baby beard <laughs> and Russell Westbrook played together, it was like Russ and KD, then James Harden. Like it was, it was them. It wasn't just Russ and it, it just wasn't Russ and James Harden. Okay, that's where for me it differs in that sense when it comes to them. Because it wasn't just Russ and James Harden. It was like Russ, KD, James Harden, Serge Ibaka. It was a collective team of people. Okay. They weren't just the main duo on that team. I even think like I even think like even when they played together, I think the main duo on that team was still Russ and KD. Okay. Um, so until um, I just in my personal opinion, I feel that like until we have seen these other duos play together, we can't say like who's gonna be the better duo. Because in particular, when it comes to Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, I feel like they are getting a lot of media, a lot of media. Because now it's it's the battle of L.A., who's going to be better, Clippers or Lakers. Lakers, um, but whatever. Yeah, and, um, the, you know, the Clippers, the Clippers are actually uh, getting their new, their own arena. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, about time, like. It's about time because the Clippers should not be sharing a, an arena with the Lakers. Not no, at all. No. No. <laughs> it's hard to decipher like when it's a Clippers home game. Like that's hard because like this is still the Staples Center. It's known for the Lakers. Right. So but but you, was, see, you see all the banners, like Yeah. Uh, banners. Not Clippers. Nope. But somehow, according to Paul George, <laughs> they've been um, they've been the better team. So I'm like, but where, but where's your banner? 
So Kawhi Leonard and Paul George had their official like press conference and welcoming to the LA Clippers this week. And they came out with some quotes and different stuff. So one of the quotes um, that was said, and it comes from Paul George, was, was destined we were supposed to play together. If I can remember correctly, I thought Paul George was trying to make his way to LA to play for the Lakers, not the Clippers. That, that's what I thought. That's what I thought, but maybe I'm tripping. Um, <laughs> not only that, then Kawhi Leonard goes, Kawhi Leonard, he is so nonchalant. I love his mood, his attitude. Like It's like, I don't have time for this. Um, but <laughs> uh, one of his quotes or his speech or whatever he said that day, he said the last few years, as far as as far as a basketball standpoint, the Clippers have been better. Yeah. Um, mm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, yeah, because they actually made the playoffs. Didn't they make the playoffs this year? They did. They played the Warriors, and they played the Warriors a, a run for their money. And we all know that the Lakers been sucking recently. Yeah. Like, you can't deny that. Yeah. And then, so, yeah, aspect, yes. Okay. I'll yes. give him that. I'll, I'll give him that. Okay, in that aspect. Paul George also said, I grew up a Clippers fan. As much as much as a Clippers fan I was, I was a Kobe fan. Kobe was my idol growing up. So that statement to me is kind of like, are you are you here for the Clippers or are you here for the Kobe and the like? Because you, you, you're giving Kobe praise and Kobe didn't play for the Clippers. He played for the Lakers, but you were a Clippers fan. Yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> where, are we, where are we going with this statement? Like, where are we going? Break it down for us and explain it. Because, like, you're giving the Clippers praise, but then in the same sentence, you like, man, Kobe was my guy. Which one, like, which one is it? <laughs> I just feel like they're putting a... a Laker. <laughs> this is the closest you can get. Yeah, cool. I just feel like they are putting a lot on this duo. I feel like this particular duo is getting more media than maybe even LeBron and AD. I feel like who they're... I, I, I don't think so. I don't know. I do. I also feel like Russ and James Harden, they aren't getting enough media. Because I don't think people are too excited about them. What? That's going to be bananas. And I'm, and I'm not even a Houston Rockets fan, but that's going to be bananas. I don't know, but they showed uh seen pictures of uh Russ, Russell Westbrook in his new gear. You know, and it says his Rockets attire. And uh, it's a little weird seeing him in uh that, that red, but you know, it's weird. It's always weird seeing like players in like new team, like you know, suited up in the you know, new teams, but it's gonna be you know. so odd seeing him in a red. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> it's odd to even think about like, yeah, man, Russ gonna be out here playing for the Rockets. What? It's too <laughs> like, I'm right, but whatever. They gonna make it work. Yep. But yeah, I'm so excited about this season. So it's gonna be. Oh yeah, I'm really excited. Um, gonna be, yeah, unpredictable. It's anybody's season, really. Yeah, for real. This season can go to anybody. It's not just. It's not just strictly focused on one team. And I think that's why a lot of people are, are looking forward to it. It's more even. It's not stacked. Right. It's not stacked to make it just one person or just one team is gonna be the best it's even right i think that's what a lot of people are looking forward to is the is the even playing field um 
while we're on basketball, um, if you do not know, today is the WNBA um, All-Star Celebrity Game. Well, it's it's their All-Star Game. I'm sorry. Um, make sure y'all tune into that. It comes on today on ABC at 3 p.m. Eastern. I'm going to watch. You, you know that, but people should watch it. Yeah, you should watch it. Like, it's... You are watching the best players in the WNBA just come together and just have fun and play in their all-star game. They are doing a skills competition and also a three-point competition. Like, they ballers as well. They are definitely ballers. I feel like people sleep on the WNBA, and I just don't understand why. Yeah, because, man, I mean, I don't want to say men because women too, but I don't know if they think that women are that talented or, like, I don't know what they think, but you know, most dudes watch women's sports, like especially volleyball. You know why they watch volleyball. Facts. Right. So most of them watch it just to look at the women, not to actually see their talent. Well, they sleeping because they are great athletes. Skilled athletes. Right. Skilled athletes. Um Okay, so speaking of like basket we're still on basketball. So, they announced, like, there has been a lot of withdrawals from Team USA um, in men's basketball. So, we're pretty much stuck with a sucky team. Yet again. <laughs> I don't want to say, so I don't want to say sucky. Don't say sucky. They are. All the big names have dropped out. Like, I know Zion Will- Williams, is it Zion Williamson? Yeah. Dropped out. Um, the, um, Lillard dropped out. James Harden, um, Bradley Bill, Anthony Davis, yeah. Paul Millsap, Kevin Love, um, CJ McCollum. They were invited to play or to come train for the World Cup, which is next month in in, um, in August. They will not be playing. And Carmelo Anthony is not being no, invited. Not. No. <laughs> he is not going to be in the training. No. And I feel like that's so wrong. Like, granted, this has not been Melo's year, but if you think about it, Melo is like Team USA. Dude got, like, three Olympic gold medals. Like, invite that man. They did lose one. Um, So maybe it takes them losing one, but not with this squad. So here's what we have. Here's what we have for Team USA. Harrison Barnes, Andre Drummond, Kimba Walker, Kevin Love, Kyle Lowry, Chris Middleton, Miles Turner, Kyle Kuzma, Brooke Lopez, Paul Millsap, Jason Tatum, shout out St. Louis, PJ Tucker, Donovan Mitchell, which I like, uh, Marcus Smart, and Thaddeus Young. This is the squad that we have. <laughs> so it's gonna it's gonna be them like minus Kevin Love. He did put the stuff out. Yeah, I don't know, y'all. <laughs> and- we're kind of skeptical. I'm not saying these are not great NBA players, but the thing about it is that, like, when you are playing like in a World Cup, a lot of NBA athletes they come from other countries, so they are playing for their home team as well. It's not going to be easy, and so it's it kind of puts you in a situation where like you don't have anybody who's been here before in these situations. And it's different regulations. It's a different size ball. It's a bigger court. You need, like, you need some people on your team, like, who are veteran Team USA players. Somebody like, who's going to be captain? Who's, who's going to be captain? So I will say that 
like for the people who like for the person or people who are going to be there who did play in the Olympics in 2016, um, Kyle Lowry did play, so he is going to be at training like for the World Cup. So he is going to be there. He did play, and I and I also believe that. I think I believe that Harrison Barnes played, but I'm not too confident. Yeah, but I mean, I get why why they why some of them withdrew. You know, the, yeah, the injury and you don't want to risk injuries. Got like big NBA season coming up. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially the change that happened during this offseason. I know Anthony Davis said the reason that he will not be at training camp is because he he wants to focus on winning a championship this next upcoming season. Right. So, I get that. I definitely get that. Right. And then possibly next four years you can go on, you know, play the Team USA. I mean, not even four years. Next year because the Olympics are next year. Well, next year, yeah. I mean, but this is this is now. So I don't know if actually – I don't know. We'll see. But, I, I mean, I see what he's saying. Because most, most of the players that play for Team USA didn't really play, like, their first year. Like, you know what I'm saying, their first years in the NBA – they played, you know, they played later on after some of them got championships. So, yeah. So it's going to be pretty interesting to see how this training camp goes and to see who are going to be the 12 finalists who actually make the team, like, for the World Cup. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But I do get the I do get the hesitation and the iffiness because, you, like, you like, you don't have that veteran player who's played for Team USA before. Right. And keep in mind also that it's a new coaching staff. Popovich is now the coach. This this is his this is his turn. USA? Yeah. yeah. It's no it's no longer Coach K, it's Greg Popovich. He's the head coach. And report, reportedly y'all, LeBron is done with Team USA, so he may not play again. <laughs> so like, was there a reason? What to that one? <laughs> Was there a reason why he's done? Well, no, no, he's not. He's not playing the FIBA World Cup in China this summer, but he hasn't ruled out the twenty twenty. So I don't know. He, he's thirty four years old, so he is being up there. Yeah. Okay. This is yeah. It is a possibility to play for Popovich at the twenty twenty Summer Olympics. I mean, I get it. I I definitely understand. I mean, he might as well. He might as well play one last time for Team USA, see if he can get gold. Nebby. You know, why not, yeah. LeBron? Why not? It's about that gold medal. Something about that gold medal. I want one. <laughs> Why would you know? What I'm I want to chew on it too. <laughs> no, no, I want it. <laughs> so while we're on Greg Popovich, um, as we know, Pop is the head coach for the San Antonio Spurs. If you have if you have not heard, Tim Duncan will be joining the Spurs as an assistant coach and Popovich approves. It's gonna be so cool just to see them working like side by side again, but this time like not as coach and player, but as coach and coach. Yeah, but but before they even approached Tim Duncan, they approached Manu Ginobili for possibly becoming the assistant coach. So Oh, yeah, yeah, and that would have been cool as well. Exactly, that would have been really dope as well. Like, why didn't he take it? 
don't know. Yeah, I mean, and, and people and people do have the reasons as to why they don't want to take stuff, and I get that. But it's going to be really awesome just to see Tim Duncan back on the Spurs sidelines, not as a player, but as a coach, like giving his insight to like to the team to like help them reach their championship. Oh, so so basically, the reason why he hasn't taken it is there. Report saying that Manu Ginobili wasn't not quite ready to dive back into basketball after being retired for one year. Understandable, understood. I I get that. They don't think both of them can do it. You know what I'm saying? That'd be dope. Yeah, it kind of makes you wonder, like, why hasn't Kobe taken like a coaching job with the Lakers? Like, Kobe doesn't look. Kobe's too busy coaching his daughter's basketball team. Okay. <laughs> and he said he's. I've heard him say a bunch of times that he doesn't want to be a coach. I've heard him say that plenty of times. But he's coaching his daughter's basketball team. He's he's that's what he's doing. <laughs> She's a baller. She is. So. She is. She got that mama mentality, okay? She has that mama mentality. I'm I'm eager to see how the relationship between Tim Duncan and Popovich is going to work out. I think that's going to be a great duo for the players who are going to play for San Antonio Spurs this upcoming season. So it's something to look out for. Just just to see what what type of insight like Tim Duncan is going to give to them, like from a player aspect, like as as someone who's played in the game as well. And play with Popovich, so that's like double the knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. And Popovich is like one of the greatest coaches, so like that's gonna be like amazing. I love Popovich, yeah. Oh yeah, I love Pop. Um, so let's ease our way on over to the word of the the NFL. So football season is is vastly approaching. Um, if you are not ready, please get ready. Uh, if you if you uh didn't watch because of you know the whole knee uh, cap situation, um, I'm sure y'all probably still gonna watch uh, next season. So you know, y'all done with that, right? <laughs> so I don't think people are done with it, but I I still think that people are still watching football. Yeah, they are. Like like stop lying. Y'all know y'all watching it. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I still I feel that people are still watching it, but yeah. I'm not saying like I'm not saying like don't support cat, but I know that, pe- that that people are still watching football. I know. I mean, it's hard not to. Yeah, like people grew up watching football. They play it. Yes. So to not watch it is, yeah. So if you have not heard, um, Odell Beckham Jr. He will no longer be playing for the New York Giants. He will be taking his talents. And playing for the Cleveland Browns, it, there has he put out a statement a week ago, and the statement reads as follows: "I feel disrespected. Like after everything I've done for them, this is me being honest. This team has not been good for the last six years. I feel like I was the main reason at keeping that brand alive. They were still getting prime time games, still are still still as a five eleven team." Why? Because uh, people want to see the show. You want to see me play. So OBJ had a lot to get off his chest. The question is, is he speaking facts or is he out here just talking out the side of his neck? Well, here's my take. So I kind of, I kind of, I low-key agree, kind of, but people come, okay, if you're a Giants fan, People, if like if you're a diehard Giants fan, people come to see the team, 
not just an individual. So there's that. <laughs> so I just feel like he's still upset and he probably needs to get over it because it's business. But I can see where he's like, if I were to be in his shoes, I would see where he's coming from. And he's upset about the trade. Because some because Odell Beckham is he's a star. And I agree some people probably do come in. He he's filled seats. You know what I'm saying? Like people some people actually do come to watch him. But like I said, if you're a diehard Giants fan, you're 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 a fan of the team, not just Odell Beckham. You know what right. I'm saying? And he's he probably has put all his hard work into them and he feels disrespected, which like I said, I I, I ain't mad at that. Like I kinda I agree with that. If that's how he feels. I would feel that way. But at the end of the day, it is business. So you just gotta you just gotta just just do what you can for the Browns. Do your best. And that's that. Like just do what you gotta do. Cause the Browns need help. Okay. Let's face it, they need help. <laughs> so Listen, I have and you gonna feel gonna feel seats there. You know what I'm saying? You to cut your blonde hair off, you looking fire. So I agree with everything you just said. Um, but what I will say is that like instead of focusing on your past team and what happened then and how you were traded out, focus on your future and the team that you are gonna be playing on. Exactly. That's all I would just add. Like, don't focus on what happened. Put all of that energy into saying like y'all traded the wrong person, y'all lost a dope player. I'm taking my talents and I'm going to make this team better of who I was sent to. Like play your best. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll see why they'll they'll regret it. Oh yeah. You don't have to speak on things that happen because if you show them, they're going to regret it. They are definitely going to regret it. So I would just say that like don't focus on what happened and the negative. Just focus on like the here and now. And how you gonna make exactly. yourself better and just prove them wrong. Prove them wrong. However, though, I will say, like, I'm kind of pretty excited for the NFL. I'm kind of really excited for football, but like more so college football. So, why are you excited about college football? What's going on? Um, I just like college football. Like, it's like for me, it's more exciting. Uh huh. I'm not saying the NFL isn't exciting, but college football is kind of like more exciting. Um, um, you can see the, the hunger in the players and, and like, that they want to like be out here. They want to win. They want to do great. They want to make it to the pros. And like you see that when they play. Yeah, they. Go, I mean, it goes for any like college basketball. That goes yeah. for any college, like any sport. Like for any collegiate sport, they are hungry, and you can tell. Yeah, for any collegiate sport, yep. and that's what I love about it. Like for it's it's really dope. Um, speaking of collegiate players. Um, Zion Williamson is no longer a collegiate player. He was the number one draft pick, and he will be playing for the New Orleans Pelicans. This week, however, he signed um, a deal with the Jordan brand. Yeah, I think he's like the the uh, isn't it like the richest like contract in history. Yeah, the richest shoe deal. Jordan, sign me. <sighs> Jordan, sign me. So shout out to Zion Williamson. Like that's what I love about players who who turn pro. You get you get to just see all of their dreams come true, like in front of the world. Like in their journey. Yeah. 
and like a lot of them are like are really humble and grateful like just for these opportunities because not everybody gets these opportunities yeah but then they mess it up years later so hopefully that's not the case everybody victoria oh i you know they gotta go to jail they gotta they gotta have five five thousand different women they gotta spend all their money like i just this ain't the path not him nope straight narrow please This one not happening. Nope, not him. No man. We don't need none of that. No man. This one not happen with him. This will not happen. <laughs> not with him. Okay. So as you all know, we are um, one year out from the 2020 Summer Olympics in Tokyo. <laughs> and so with that, um, world championships are always the year before. So we just had the Women's World Cup in soccer where Team USA and the women's they took home the gold. Shout out to the women. Yeah. Um. We and we mentioned to you all about the men are getting ready for their training camp for their world um uh, championship um journey. The um, and Team USA is currently in swimming. They are currently doing their world championship now, and I believe it is in South Korea. And there has been some amazing feats um so far. So one of them has been, um, it's a 17-year-old swimmer. She is the youngest swimmer on Team USA swimming team. And her name is Regan Smith. She broke um, Missy, um, she broke a uh, Missy Franklin's uh, women's 200 back, um, it was the women's 200 backstroke. And so Franklin's record was, was, was set in, in 2012. And the time she swam then was, was two minutes and four seconds. Reagan broke that record in two minutes and three seconds. She's 17, bro. Also for Team USA, who is out here like winning gold medals at the World um, Championships, you have um, it's Simone Manuel. She won the gold medal and she repeats as the 100 meter freestyle world champ. Shout out to her and her black girl magic. Love it. Caleb Drizzle, he he also broke another um okay. like world record. He broke um he broke Michael Phelps almost ten year world record in the hundred meter men's butterfly. So we all know that Michael Phelps is the standard goat in swimming. It's my it's Michael Phelps, but for his record to be it's his record have been standing for like almost ten years. And here comes Caleb Dressel, like I'm gonna break this. Like that's that's amazing, and then for Michael Phelps to approve it, come on, man, you can only go up from here. I'm still asking myself, like, what was I doing when I was these people' age? Listen, you're trying to get your education, you know. People, people got some paths in life, you know. And I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, um, um Katie Ledecky also won a gold medal. She. She did a four peak today in the women's 800 meter. So listen, Kayla Decky to me is like amazing. She just, she got a four peak, Victoria, a four peak. A what? A four peak, meaning in the last four world championships, she's won the 800 meter. Four peak. She's done it four times. Oh, four peaks. Oh, I didn't know what you were saying. Oh, you said four peak. Got you. <laughs> she's definitely not human. She's Kayla Decky in. I'm stoked. Like, all people, like, so swimming is not, like, your average, like, sport that's, like, shown every day. 
but it takes a lot to be a competitive swimmer. Water is heavy. As well as that, we are also doing the it's the track and field championships as well. And Allison Felix, she recently just had a baby. She is making her way back to the track as well. So I'm wishing her all of the all of the best luck. Like it's it's one thing to be a track and field star and you compete in every championship or every sporting event, like in your in your sport. But then, but then it's even harder when you're a female, and, and then you take time off, and you have a baby, and then you come back after that child, and then you still want to compete. So, big ups to Allison Felix. Um, I hope she wins it all. Like she's one of my favorite track stars. I still feel like she was rigged in the last Olympics, but I'm not, I'm not gonna get into that. This is my personal opinion. Yeah, Victoria, like, do you watch the World Championships? No, I don't watch a lot of those. <laughs> I think I watch them because like it's. It gets me in the mindset of like, all right, the Olympics are not far behind. Exactly. Get you ready. It gets you ready. It gets you ready. And like, it's like, and you have to qualify. So like, if you win in the world championships, you qualify for the Olympics. Right. For those who don't. Yeah. So like, you just don't be like, if you don't go to the world championships, you don't automatically acquire, you, you don't automatically like qualify for the Olympics. You have to go to world championships and then you qualify like for the olympics so it's like a process and they're still like every four years as well which makes it hard because like it's hard for like basketball players who play every year but then when it's time for these type of special events you you have to train for this and then you it's a lot so i commend any athlete because it's not easy so victoria let's play a game Okay. Okay. So we all know what we all know, like what has taken place during this past off season in the world of basketball. Now, picture that every player was healthy and and every and every player was at their full strength. Okay. Okay. Who do you see giving LeBron and Anthony Davis the biggest run for their money? Is it going to be Stephen Clay and Draymond in Golden State? So I, I'm going to tell you, it's probably going to be um, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. What? I said, I told you, man, the the Warriors are done. Oh my god! And Kawhi just won a championship. Okay, for some people that may not mean nothing, but he's fresh off of winning. He's probably still on that whole winning mentality. So. You didn't even let me get the rest of the list out, though. And you just already knew it was just Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Yes. And, and like you said, they do have a lot of hype around them. And it is the Battle of L.A. You know what I'm saying? Who's going to be the better team in L.A.? But it wasn't just about L.A. <laughs> I wasn't just going to focus on L.A. I was going to I was gonna throw in there like KD. You asked me a question and I answered it. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't. But that's what it's coming down to. Sorry, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't make these rules up. That <laughs> she said, I don't make these rules up. <laughs> that's what it's coming down to. That's what people are gonna 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 watch every time they play. Who is the better team? Every time they play, they're gonna be like, "How many? Like, who's had the most wins out of the series? Like, who 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 who's gonna make it to the playoffs?" You know what I'm saying? Who's going to make it out the West? Like, is it a good If both make make the playoffs. As much as I refuse to be an Eastern Conference fan, 
but since Bay is on the Brooklyn Knicks now, I'm definitely <laughs> throwing um, KD and Kyrie into that mix because the Brooklyn Nets yeah, next year. <laughs> no, my question was if everybody was healthy and at full strength. Okay, so I'm definitely going to. I'm, I'm still going. I'm still going with my answer. Paul George and Kawhi. Mm-hmm. They are putting a y'all putting a lot on it, and I mean a lot. Okay, you can have you can have you can have okay you can have Kevin Durant and Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, but those aren't the only two that's playing. Who else is on their team that can help them out? I mean, they made it this year to the playoffs, and they had D'Angelo Russell. So clearly, they must have a squad. Or there's a is D'Angelo Russell on there anymore? Who? D'Angelo Russell, he's gone, right? He's going to um, the Warriors. He's going to the Warriors. Right. So, and we don't know. I, hey, I'm still going with my answer. I, okay, so who I think would give AD and LeBron James a run for their money? Okay, first of all, why are you comparing it to LeBron and AD? So you think they're the better duo? Um, That's a good question. Yeah, like so. What makes them like? Why not say who who can who can beat Steph Clay? I remember um, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry because like while LeBron AD because of all the changes the Warriors have made. The Warriors got rid of Iggy. Iggy was a core piece to their team. Sean Livingston has been waived. Kevin Durant and granted they won without KD, so don't even I don't even want to mention him. But like it's different team like. I think Jordan Bell is gone as well. So it's it, it makes me wonder, like, are they going to be able to be the same team that's going to be able to, like, win? I'm not saying they won't make the playoffs, but how far in the, in the playoffs will the Warriors go? They probably ain't going to get that far. They're probably going to be like, um, I mean, they'll probably make the playoffs because they'll make the playoffs, but it won't be the same. And then you got to think about, like, Portland is still a team. Like, Portland still has, like, your favorite, Damian Lillard. Right. But I'm not worried about Portland because, for some reason, Portland doesn't seem to be able to, like, get over the hump. They haven't got to that point where they can get over the hump yet. That's how I see them. But then you also have teams like the Celtics who, like, who no longer have Kyrie Irving, but they do have Kimba Walker now. That might be a good match, a good matchup, or that might be a good fit. Yeah. So it was just I'm just trying to like, you know, just just make you think like who's gonna give and I say A D and LeBron because most people think LeBron is the GOAT, I guess. Mm. Mm. I guess. <laughs> so why I say him. And it's because most people think that like Le- LeBron is the GOAT. Greatest of all time, I guess, you know. Mm, okay. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> I mean, sports way with Dre Day, he definitely said, like, LeBron is like, the GOAT. Oh, really? He definitely was hitting me with, like, LeBron is the GOAT and, like, don't be a hater. He definitely. Oh, oh. To, be, to be honest, I am a hater. <laughs> I, I admit that. Like, I'm. <laughs> I, I keep telling you, I am not a fan of his on the court. I am a fan of his off the court. <laughs> I'm not a fan of his on court antics. Sorry. I'm not. He cries. I can't. <laughs> I, can't. I, can't. I can't. 
He cries. I don't have time for the tears. Um, but like speaking of sports way with Dre Day, um, like shout out to him. He has been really like like keeping up with our episodes and like commenting and um just interacting with us, which is which is really dope. If you don't already, please check out his Instagram and also his podcast. It's really dope. I have I've played the episodes and he be um he know what he's talking about. He's very informed. Hey, what's what, what's the Instagram? Oh, oh, let me oh, let me hit you with the Instagram. Hold on, sorry guys. His Instagram name is Sportsway with Dre Day. BK all day, and I'm going to New York. I'm going to New York uh late August, so you know. Make huh? a connection with him. Do a meetup. <laughs> I'll hit him up. Like, I am going to New York, so you know, we'll see. Yeah. Oh, and also shout out to our friend Diana. She also she 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 interacts heavily with the podcast. She always comments. She texts me or sends me like um different updates. So like shout out to her. Like yeah, shout out, man. Y'all, you loyal. Yeah, loyal. We appreciate y'all. But yeah. Um, Gray, I hope your Yankees get it together. Because you talk, <laughs> you sound like you was really upset the other day, but I'm just trying to help you out. Um, yeah, Victoria, as always, this was a great episode. Yeah, if you are a lot to talk, about. yeah, a lot to talk about, especially when there hasn't really been like a lot of action. There has still been action. That's what I love about sports. <laughs> um, if you don't already, please follow us on Instagram. The Instagram page name is WDWKAS Podcast. All right, and then follow our Twitter at What Do Women Know One, and that's K N O and the number one. As always, I am Brie Nicole. And I'm Vicky D. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.